right, moving on to the fourth segment of the night. This one is <clears throat> um, a case study of Lavoy Fincham for Season 4, Episode 17, Resed Out standoffs and um this segment is about the story of an Oregon rancher who stood up against the government and how Hopi police were in the same situations against elderly Navajos or Navajo elderly and this dude um Lavoy Fincham uh well his first name is Robert um this story was told to me by a uh, one of my Belagana buddies <clears throat> excuse me and he was telling me about, he goes, have you heard of Lavoie Finichim or Finchim? I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his last name, but uh, I said, no, what is, what is that? Uh, or who is that? And he was telling me that there was an Oregon rancher who they had land. And um, this was during that um, Obama's administration. And what ended up happening was um, there was, there was some kind of dispute with the land where they the U.S. government wanted to buy them off or kick them off because they wanted to. I guess there was some minerals on the land, oil or something, and so they were trying to intimidate this guy, trying to get him out of there. But um, he was. I, I want to say he was a veteran, but I know for a fact that he he knew a lot of veterans, anyways. So. The the order coming from the White House, this was uh, from the Obama years. I guess Obama gave the orders for the government to go over there and surround that guy's place and intimidate him to leave. And when that guy went out, this was like the best part of the whole story. <clears throat> um, well, well, I'll get to it, but let me set it up first. Um, when the guy... Uh, Lavoy went outside his home and he, you know, he's just a rancher, you know, he just, he's not, he's not really a terrorist threat or anything, but that's what they used, you know, to, to try to not have people, you know, on his side, especially when that, um, nine 11 terrorism thing was like at an all time high and stuff like that. Oh, no, no. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. I'm getting my timelines all kind of confused here, but <clears throat> anyways, so what ended up happening was he went outside and he saw that there was a, there was a sniper in the tree line. And then he looked, he kind of looked around all his, uh, his home and he noticed there were like government agents, like, you know, snipers all posted in different areas and they all had their weapons pointed at his home. So he went back inside and this is the best part. He calls up his bros. He says, um, Hey man, um, we got some government agents out here. They got all these uh, snipers, you know, aiming their rifles at my home. Can you guys, you know, can you guys come over and support me? And can you guys help me out? So they're like, yeah, yeah. So they got the word out to the other um, ranchers that were pretty much veterans. And so what ended up happening was they didn't like the fact that the government was coming over and trying to push this guy, Lavoy Fincham, around. So they... Because, you know, they kind of considered him a threat because the government didn't get what they wanted. They wanted the land and they're crying about it. So what they end up doing was trying to make this guy, Lavoy Fincham, uh, kind of look like a really bad dude, like a terrorist. Or what do they call him? Uh, in the uh, Biden administration, they called him uh, white supremacist. There you go. There it is again. Starting all over again. So <clears throat> anyways, 
So as those government agents were ready to shoot Lavoie Fincham, one of them realized that they were surrounded by other guys on, on the top of other ridges and other hills. So these uh, veterans and ranchers, they all had their weapons pointed at the government agents that were pointing their rifles at Lavoie Fincham's place. That's how bad it got. So then, I don't know, somehow they got a hold of um, like the White House or something. And is that if you don't have your boys stand down, my boys are going to gun them down right there. And you're going to have a lot of caskets to fill and a lot of explaining to do to the American people about why you're sending government agents to assassinate a rancher. So somewhere right there, the Obama administration was like, all right, all right, man, chill out, chill out. Okay, we'll call them off. So all those, um, the um, government agents, which they thought they had the upper hand, they um, they had to, you know surrender their location and just get out of there. And then later on, um, Lavoie Fincham, he was cruising to the local town and that's where, um, I guess a cop was trying to do like a routine stop or something, or, you know, they kind of knew it was him and they were, they were like following him and, you know, using, I think it was at the time they were using drones. Um, anyways, there's video of two, two, I don't know if they're, federal agents or two cops, but one, uh, that Lavoie Fincham, he's standing there. He's, it's in the winter time, you know, it's in the snow. So he gets out of his truck, he walks and, you know, it's like about like a 30 second video, but, um, there is an agent pointing a gun at him or there's a dude pointing a gun at Lavoie Fincham. And, um, then there's another one behind him. So all of a sudden he gets shot. There's no audio, but, you know, then Lavoie Fincham, he falls over dead in the snow. And then the guy that was in front of him, you know, he kind of lowers his firearm and he kind of starts walking closer. The guy behind Lavoie Fincham, I don't know if he shot him, but he lowers his weapon and they all kind of go over there and kind of stand around talking to each other. So that kind of shows that, you know, the government is really, really shady, man. So, <clears throat> so that's why when, um, this whole coronavirus thing was going down. I was like, mm, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think us Navajos should really be intimidated or pushed around by, you know, the CDC or the IHS or, you know, just our own tribal government. And, but sure enough, we were, we got punked out, man. We folded, you know, we, we gave in too easy. And, you know, to make things worse, KTNN's over there blabbing their damn fat mouths about, you know, you know, just cooperating and like getting your booster shots and just basically kissing the government's ass, you know. And, you know, obviously Donald Trump was hated during that time because he wasn't going along with the vaccines, the boosters and all that. And man, those, uh, fucking Washington government people, they all turned on him. And then the American society, those that were all like on the democratic side, they turned on him. And I was like, Whoa, man, that's some crazy shit. But anyways, so let me go ahead and jump onto this other story. And the reason why I wanted to tell that story about Lavoie Fincham was because, you know, just to kind of say that, you know, if we ever find ourselves in a situation where we think the government's going to help us, <laughs> think again. But um, <clears throat> that comes to a um, uh, few years ago before or when Russell Begay was president. Um, he was 
there was a, a standoff going on over at the between Hopi and Navajo land. And um, there were some Navajos that had their sheep. And um, I guess it was something went on, man. I don't, I don't know exactly what was going on. Um, there was newspaper clippings. Um, I, I tried to read it when I could, but it's been so long now. I, for, I don't remember much about it, but these Hopi policemen were coming on to Navajo, I guess Navajo homes. And they all had their, you know, the fucking Hopis had their guns, you know, drawn on a Navajo elders telling them to step out and tell them they needed to leave because that property they were on was no longer Navajo land. That was now Hopi land. And then, um, and then, you know, they would all take off or, you know, the, the Hopis, um, they, the police force, they were all, you know, in these vehicles, they're all like on a convoy. It's like, Oh, you guys think you're going to war? I mean, and you're willing to shoot Navajo elderly. I was like, and that's where Russell Begay really pissed me off. I'm like, dude, why don't you fucking stand up for your people, man? You're, you, you were, you wanted this position of leadership. You got it. Now you're going to puss out and let the Hopi police, you know, fucking shoot old people. You know, that's where it really kind of upset me and pissed me off. And and then when this, um, my Belagana buddy told me about Lavoy Fincham, how he got gunned down by the, by the government. And I was like, damn, man, imagine if the Navajos had organized a way to tell the Hopis, Hey dudes, chill out, man. We also got a police force, you know, that would have been really interesting to see how that would have, how that standoff would have been, you know? And, um, and there was a, I read in that, I did remember, I do remember reading about this old lady that said, um, I guess it's translated, you know, obviously, but uh, in the, I think it was the Gallup Independent or Navajo Times, either one, but that old lady was saying that, you know, she didn't understand what was going on. She just remembers uh, cops pointing guns at her. And she says, I'm an old lady. Where am I going to hold a gun? Where am I going to hide it? You know? And there was like 15 Navajo, uh, Hopi, uh, policemen that were, had assault rifles. I'm like, come on, man, you fuckers. Why don't you do that to the drug traffickers and the, and the human trafficking, uh, bastards that come through the land, you know, it's like, where are you guys then, man? You bunch of pussies, you know, I was like, so that's why I really don't, you know, I don't really like law enforcement. I don't really trust them. And I just kind of back away. I'm like, well, as long as I'm not doing anything illegal, you know, to draw attention to myself, then, um, I don't really want to see these guys. And even if I do get in a confrontation on my own personal property, then I want to do my best to not avoid it, bring in the cops. Uh, so anyways, that, that's the reason why I wanted to talk about Lavoie Fincham. And, um, if you do get a chance, check it out. Um, it's a pretty sad story, but you know, once again, the news media, they turned all those, um, those white people that were supporting him, um, they turned him into white supremacists and it's like, just leave them alone. Damn it. You know, they, they were, they're doing their own thing. They're, you know, these white supremacists, they're just kind of like, um, upgraded res people <laughs> in a way, you know, as uh, the best way I can describe it. But anyways, so I just wanted to, just to say that and add that in there that, you know, you better watch out for the government, man, you know, and all these Navajos that really thought, oh, well, the, you know, the CDC is looking out for us. I'm like, the CDC don't give a shit. Uh, what's his name? Dr. Fauci. He ain't going to come out this way and look on 
us Navajos and say, okay, here's some of my peso and you guys can use it to help. Hey, he, fuck, he made like what, an extra additional $5 million or something like that off of the coronavirus or something like that. Anyways, so let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> before I ramble on again, let's go jump on to the, um, this is going to be the fifth sub, uh, segment of the night, which will be Ruby Ridge, Idaho. This will be a good one. <laughs> 